This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And today, we are continuing on with this not-so-mini-series. This mini-series has turned into a full-on series <laughs> talking about some of the places in Italy that we would look at if we were going to be looking at buying property in the country. There are various aspects of life in Italy as well as locations and uh, the different types of property that you can find that are worthwhile taking into account. But today, we wanted to focus on not really necessarily a specific area, but regions. Italy has quite a few of them, and they all vary greatly between each other. So, Marco, let's maybe start with some of the places or some of the regions or a region that might be a place that you would look at if you were going to be buying property right now. Where would that be? Of course, that would be a tough choice. Um, Italy, I think it's very beautiful everywhere. Every place is different from each other, but every place, you know, has its pros and cons. But if I had to choose, um, actually, I also want to say that I do like very much where I'm from, my region in Italy, which is the Veneto region, uh, where you also happen to um, live for a while. And yeah. uh, I, I know I know you also like it very much. And so I always said that that was my preference, my absolute preference, uh, my favorite region. I wouldn't live anywhere else. Uh, I would only live where I actually am living in Italy, in the Veneto region. But if I had to pick another region where I would buy a property, again, it would be a tough choice, but probably I would go with Tuscany. Um, there are a few reasons why I would choose Tuscany. Um, so probably the main reason is that it's it's well connected. It's in the north, quite north. Um, it's well connected with some major cities where you can find major airports like mm -hmm. um, Milan, Bologna, Venice. It's it's very famous worldwide. It's probably one of the most famous uh, regions, or actually, I should say, where a lot of people. Uh, want to buy real estate because it's very famous. Um, of course, the Tuscan villages are um, fantastic. They're very famous worldwide. Uh, there are a few major cities in Tuscany that are very famous, like um, Florence or um, Pisa, where the Leaning Tower is, or uh, Siena. And also, I like Tuscany because it's beautiful both in the countryside and on the sea. So you don't necessarily have to be by the sea to find beautiful places. There are some villages that are really amazing and famous, um, worldwide, uh, that are not close to the sea. So these are some of the reasons why I would consider Tuscany um, as the region where I would buy a property. But also prices of properties in Tuscany are not low compared to other regions. So the price of a property in Tuscany is normally on the higher hand of 
what somebody would expect um but of course i believe it's totally worth worth it you know right. if you have to pay more for a property that is in tuscany rather uh, than a buying a property that is maybe uh, in the countryside uh, in an area in a region that nobody knows i would go with tuscany um right. it's it's likely that the the property will gain value actually over time yeah that's interesting because i was just thinking as you were talking about it that the return on investment there must be pretty pretty good <laughs> for what you can find even if it's not necessarily like in the city of florence or in pisa but even if you're out in the countryside many people around the world really know like when they think about italy florence the tuscan countryside the tuscan hills these are some of the places that really draw in a lot of people from around the world and i think i would assume at least this is one of the reasons why the prices probably are on the higher side but because it's so well known that is going to make it easier if you ever do want to flip that property uh, and even if you're done living there and you don't need to make a profit or if you want to renovate a home out in the country maybe you buy like a, a ruin and you redo it and sell it for a profit this is something that definitely could be within the realm of possible because there are so many people that go there i mean there are villages even where you have expat communities uh, some of which even outnumber the locals depending on where you are so i think from that perspective the, that return on investment potentially could make a lot of sense there but i know marco there's other places in italy that you also really enjoy but would there be other places that you would consider purchasing property in as well yes like you said in tuscany there are very large communities of americans so especially because i know a large part of our audience is american um i would also think that for an american uh, buying in tuscany would be probably uh, one of the best choices to make because of the large communities of Americans that live in Tuscany. But uh, to answer your other question, yes, there is another region where I would buy uh, a property and it's a completely different region, a completely different area that has nothing to do with Tuscany. It's actually on the opposite side of Italy and that would be uh, Puglia. Now, mm -hmm. um, it's like i said something completely different from tuscany it's actually not very well connected to the rest of the country especially if you go by train uh puglia is very famous to have uh, very slow trains actually you're able to get uh to the upper side of puglia with the high speed train but then from there to travel inside puglia from one place to the other you have to use the very slow uh, local trains um, which are very uh, which are knowingly very slow but uh puglia is beautiful um uh, places by the sea um very good food and um especially fish we talked about that in mm -hmm. another episode um it's very calm and quiet um there are some communities of um foreigners especially americans that live in puglia but uh what uh what's stunning in my opinion in puglia is the sea the sea is just amazing and i said this in another episode there is a um a part of puglia that is called the maldives because the sea is as clear as it is in the Maldives, the islands. The pros of buying a property in Puglia, in my opinion, are the uh, low prices, because in comparison to uh, the north of Italy or other famous areas of Italy, you can find 
really really good properties for a low price and that has to do with the low cost of life in Puglia so I'd consider uh, buying in Puglia as my second choice especially if I were an American uh, because of the beauty of that region because of the low prices so definitely Puglia would be my second choice that makes a lot of sense I mean I know so many people who absolutely love it there and even um, in Rovigo there's actually a restaurant that you guys have there in the town that you're based in that does some Pugliese style food and oh it's I have to say Rovigo has some good food but that place in particular the way that they do things and they bring olive oil down or down not down up from Puglia uh, to Rovigo and because they have a a family olive orchard like the uncle of the guy brings it it's everything else is like zero kilometer like kind of zero kilometer movement food but the uh the 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 olive oil that is something special it's amazing some of the best i've ever had but what about you what is the region where you would consider purchasing a property in italy if you have a preference at all yeah you know that's a tough one because if i were to be buying property the top thing that i would want to make sure is that i would be able to resell the property if i ever got to the point that i would want to move or maybe buy a larger place with a family and kids or for example who knows but as a single guy i would start thinking about especially somebody who's working and who has an interest in having access to transportation uh, planes and trains mostly i would look at probably i mean having lived there before i would actually look at the veneto but uh, so it, it, i'm kind of in a similar situation to you like veneto for me is kind of like the obvious choice but otherwise i might start looking at a place like lombardy or lazio uh just again because of the, how connected they are uh and then also not just with transportation but also um with phone internet cellular service all that stuff uh, those things are very important to me so being in an area where people know it people uh, would recognize it uh, as well as potentially being in a place where the market might move a little bit faster would be of interest to me not necessarily saying that i would want to be in the heart of rome but a place like rome makes sense to me or a place like verona would make sense to me a place where people are wanting to move there for work or because it's famous worldwide or for whatever reason it may be these are the things that i would start looking at personally i i I like having that life balance of uh, being able to work but also being able to have fun but at the same time making a large investment like that there's the other side of the coin where if you ever do want to be able to get rid of it get rid of it uh, that you would want to be able to be in a place where it is possible to sell it to somebody and not be limited to the local market but also potentially to somebody from the international market because it's really from the international interest where you may have the theoretical possibility of being able to sell it at a higher price. I hate to say it like that, but uh, there there sometimes is more money that comes from outside of the country than in the country. But even the same goes for the U.S. Uh, in, in many cases um, for those investment properties. 
But in a place like Italy, <laughs> those higher end investment properties aren't necessarily at the same price. There are some places like, for example, Milan. So Lomb uh, Lombardy, which I do think would be interesting. Like, I mean, also, like we spoke about in previous episodes, you have Lake Como there. That's a huge draw in the market. Um, but it's also, again, you can get to the airport relatively easy or at least easy enough from Como. Um, but then Milan, you have two airports that are very easy to get to. Uh, one's a bit further out, one's closer to the city. But even then, like worst case scenario, you could always take a high-speed train from Milan to Verona or Milan to Florence and or even Milan to Rome, depending on where it is that you're trying to fly to. Because there are some international or intercontinental flights that you can sometimes get better offers from another place. Um, but in Milan specifically, so again, being in that kind of uh, Lombardy area, you have both the good options for European flights, as well as Italian flights, as well as the intercontinental flights. So even if we're talking about like, say Lake Garda, uh, you can have like quite a few good options. And there are people who live there who don't necessarily even fly from Verona, even though Verona is very close by. Some people will go to Bologna or even they'll go to um, Milan or um, Malpensa or what's the other one? Uh, Bergamo. Uh, no, there's, ah, there's three airports. No, I'm, I, whatever. I'm not remembering correctly off the top of my head, but you have a lot of options for airports for, for that part of the country. So that's something that to me, even if I'm not traveling a lot, it's nice to have that option. And of course, even when it comes to how certain things are rolled out, um, or even healthcare, healthcare in some of the northern regions is actually really fantastic to look at. So, like for example, up in Alto Adige, probably the best healthcare in the country. Um, so that's something that I think is also important to look at. I mean, I can say I had some really great experiences when I lived there, and that would be almost more interesting to me than maybe looking at some other parts of the country just based on healthcare alone, because they have a different localized healthcare system that's separate from some of the other parts of the healthcare system. I mean, generally speaking, of course, in Italy, you have the regional systems um, that are supplemented by the national system, and, <laughs> and then there's the European system on top. But these are probably the places that I would start thinking about. So really, again, my focus would kind of probably be center to the north, like Lazio, um, uh, Veneto, as well as Lombardy. Those would probably be some of the choices that I would personally look at. But I think this is going to be a great place to round out this episode. So of course, Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available for another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. But of course, if anybody is needing help to find their dream home in Italy, how can they get in contact with you and your team over at Italian Real Estate Lawyers? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com, or give us a call. The number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in learning more about Italian property, Italian real estate, to find your dream home in the beautiful nation of Italy, be sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, both the YouTube channel as well as the audio only edition 
on your favorite podcasting players of choice. But of course, if you're subscribed on YouTube, you're automatically also subscribed to the Italian Citizenship Podcast, the other project that Marco and I collaborate on. But of course, if you're also interested in content about life abroad, living abroad, and anything about being an Italian dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, Rafael Di Furia, or you can find the audio version on your favorite podcast player, and it's called Not Your Average Globetrotter. But of course, Mr. Marco Permunian from ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Thank you so much for making yourself available for another episode of Italian Real Estate Podcast. Of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and stay healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you. Thank you.